if the only time we get together is in the boardroom, we're not going to be successful. Find a mentor. Find a group of people that they can sit and talk to that are more experienced than them. Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward here in Dallas, Texas, TexEdCon 2023. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Fernandez. I'm here with Westwood ISD Superintendent, the one, the only, Wade Stanford. How you doing, Wade? Man, I am doing fantastic. I'm blessed to be here with you today. <laughs> so we, I want to I want to give you a shout out real quick, finalist for Superintendent of the Year. Yeah. Our, our mutual friend uh, actually won, Dr. Z in from Tomball. But. Unbelievable choice. I, I think they, uh, you know, she does some amazing, amazing things in Tomball. So just proud of her. She's, uh, she's well-deserving of that, that recognition. You know, uh, she said the same exact thing about you. Because mm. when I was saying, hey, you and Wade will be up there. She goes, yeah, he's great. Like, he, he's, he needs to win too. Because, and I said, well, you know, one of y'all will get the, we'll get the award. <laughs> one of y'all. Y'all split yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just talk about that. Is it, is it, how, how did that feel? And as a coach, I know you're going to defer to your team, but how did it feel? So I, I, I would say that um, if I step back and just look at it, uh, and I'm going to look at it from two different lenses. I'm going to look at it from a personal lens, and I'll look at it from sure. a team lens. I, I think that um, for the – so I've, I've completed seven years in Westwood, starting my eighth year, and so it's really satisfying from a personal standpoint. Uh, we don't look at that a lot, but I think the reality is that's, a, that's the truth. Sure. Uh, so it's, it's satisfying because um, there was a vision when I, when I came in, and it was one of the drivers for, for moving out of the assistant superintendent role and into a superintendent role. Uh, was to create that culture to try to do some things that I felt like were possible. And so, um, so I think that's the fruit of that work. Sure. And, uh, but then I think when you look at it from a, a team standpoint, I think it just speaks to uh, the piece that I, I talked about, and I still remember this and, and get, get emotional about it in 2016 when I introduced myself to the staff and uh, because of some division and some, some things that I – that I knew uh, that were going on in the district. Mm -hmm. I had small group meetings versus one big large group to introduce myself. I right. went to each single campus and, and talked to them specifically for that campus. And I talked to them about being a part of something larger than themselves, being a part of something that left an impact mm -hmm. and, and a legacy. And so I think when, when we look at awards and uh, recognitions, then I think it speaks directly to that piece that when you empower people, uh, you value people, and you get out of their way and let them do their jobs, yeah. that great things happen. And people have this desire to, to be a part of something huge, something that's bigger than what they can create by themselves. And, um, and so I think it speaks to that. You know, the process, uh, quite honestly, we even talked about this backstage uh, yesterday that it was more involved and more strenuous and more stressful than any of us thought it would be because there's, there's like the regional level, you do a regional interview and then you go and um, you interview at the state level. And then uh, when, as we were, we we're fortunate to be in the five finalists, uh, then there's another interview at that point. And, and I think when you, you start thinking about the stress level and that competitor part does come out of course. Uh, that, 
you start to feel the weight of of what you're carrying. Uh, at the regional level, it was it was just you. You just went and you competed sure. and uh, you you did the interview and when they announced it was all great and, and we were all smiles and then you realized now I'm carrying the weight of the district at a at a state level and then I'm carrying the weight of the region mm-hmm. at a state level. And then when you get to that five, then you're you're literally carrying that weight of the district, the weight of the region, and then what I felt was trying to represent small schools in a uh, in a large competition. Yes. And uh, and so then you start to you start to feel that, and it and it starts to become uh, a driver. But um, but it was a cool process, and uh, and I think it it just speaks volumes about our district and the work that we're doing in our district. You know, your board is um, is obviously in the in the fight with you, in the grind with yeah. you. When y'all come to events like this, how do y'all reconnect or spend some time just just being together and, and working as a team? Yeah, so I think that's a that's a neat part, and I think it's a part that um, as superintendents we've got to think about because um, we meet in the boardroom, yeah, and we do official business in the boardroom. But events like this are are I think are crucial to what we, I think we sometimes just refer to as team of eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's, it's vital for that team of eight. So it's getting in and, and being together, eating dinner together. So we were at dinner together last night. There was a table that three of our board members were able to come mm-hmm. to this event. The others had work and different things that just kept them from getting here. And so three were able to come, two of them had their spouses. My spouse was there, um, we had Another central office uh, staff member, administrator, had his spouse there. Had another central office administrator there uh, that uh, wasn't able to bring the spouse. And then had our communications uh, specialist there. And that table was full. We actually had to drag up chairs from another table because everybody wanted to sit together. And I think that speaks volumes when, when they said, no, let's get enough table, let's yeah. chairs to the table and let's squeeze in to get together. And so um, the Fluger Architects was the one that put the dinner on last okay. night. And so I was visiting with them this morning and they said, man, when we went by y'all's table, y'all were having so much fun. There was so much laughter and the stories that y'all were telling were just unbelievable. And so I think that's what we do. And I think that our board president, Carolyn Booker, uh, who served nearly 30 years on the Westwood ISD board, says it well when she says, if the only time we get together is in the boardroom, we're not going to be successful. And so I think you have to get together. You have to break bread together. You have to sit and have conversations together. And we were able to share about different uh, sessions that they went to and what they saw were important yeah. and things. So, yeah. so I think there's that, that bonding and that team building. And then just the piece that, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what everybody else's relationships are like with their team of eight, but board members were giving administrators hard time and administrators were giving board members hard time and just laughing about things. That, that's the best uh, scenario you can ask for is when you feel comfortable enough to poke fun and, and bring up old stuff that, that, yeah. that's funny. Um, and, and here's the, 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 I think the really cool part, Rick, is that um, when I sat down with our board, there's, n- there's not a board member, not one of the seven were in the interview process when I was hired. 
Really? Really. I did not know that. Yeah, not not a one of them was involved in the interview process. So our board has changed. Sure. Um, and it wasn't through controversy. It's just people had served and said, you know, my time's up. And then either, and we've only had one election in seven years. And, and so you think about that. We've had an entire change of our board, but only one election because typically only one person ran or they appointed somebody sure. or whatever. But I think that um, when you look at that, I think that says a lot about team also. A hundred percent. It's like it's like when you when you when you change coaching staffs or right. you know, you got transfers or, or there's new blood and new ideas and the best coaches can can unify regardless of circumstance. Right. So I mean that speaks a lot. I mean, I'm not, I don't wanna you know, embarrass you, but that speaks a lot about your leadership that you can you were able to understand that and see that and, and help that process yeah and 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 i appreciate that but i think there's i think you have to i think it has to be intentional no doubt and i think you have to be inclusive and you have to listen and you have to understand people and and you have to understand that everybody has differences but we have to find common ground and i'm so proud of our board in the in the fact that we constantly talk about what's in the best interest of students and that doesn't mean that egos and personalities and uh and their their personal desires my personal desires don't get in the way sometimes sure but in the end everybody steps back and says what's best for kids absolutely you know a lot of discussion about accountability a through f all that stuff going on um, really i i hadn't heard, had heard a thing about that wow you know when you have when you have good things going on in growth and yet, you know that there's the possibility that that districts and teachers and students are going to be told, well, your grade doesn't, you know, it's not as good as it was or mm-hmm. or there's a chance of you falling. How do you keep this, the, the team, the staff, the kids centered on? Let's not worry about that. If we're growing, we're doing the right things. Kids are happy. Parents are happy with what we're providing students. That's the main thing. Yeah. And I think the easy answer would be say, well, I just tell them not to worry about it. But, <laughs> yeah. And I do that. But here's the reality that people are human right. and they have fear. And no matter how much we say, don't worry about that, an accountability system that we have in the state of Texas, A through F, and a STAR test that was redesigned. And our commissioner of education broke three laws in the process because yeah. um, he didn't do things in a timely manner. Uh, we have an evaluate a, a test that was done last year, which he still has not released the standards and the measures in which that test yeah. would be uh, evaluated, which he was supposed to have done that last year before the schools were evaluated. Mm-hmm. Um, then that is an artificial number. And but it does tell a student you're good or you're bad and you're labeling a student, and you're labeling a teacher. So I think number one as a district, we we joined in the uh, the accountability lawsuit. So I had Sissy, and, I had Sissy on the show uh, yesterday yeah. and, and we talked about it and, and um, she's very appreciative of everybody that's kind you of that, that so, supported her. So we jumped in that and, and I think that again speaks to our, our board. They're very supportive of that. I visited with them and um, and they were like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And, and so we voted to get in that. Um, we've talked to our board about um, 
the accountability system as it is today and what we're understanding and what could projected numbers and what they could look like. Sure. And this was their response to us in a board meeting. And, um, and I wanna, I'm gonna talk a little bit after I say what they said. They looked and they said, okay, so what? Those are artificial numbers, we don't care. Now, what they do care about is learning. They do care about our students being successful. They do care about us making progress, right. but they, they're not gonna allow us to be defined by what the state says is the accountability system. And so I think I, I, I take that message to our teachers and I talk to our teachers just, uh, matter of fact, um, what is today? Today's Saturday. So I guess it was Wednesday. Uh, I was in a meeting with some teachers and I told our teachers that exact story that our board said that, and you could just see the relief on their faces. Yeah. Uh, because no matter what, no matter how many times you tell teachers it doesn't make any difference, no matter how many times you tell teachers your job doesn't depend on that, they still believe that it does. And I don't, I don't blame them because it, you just do. And uh, so I think that you have to do that. And I think another piece that we're looking at is uh, we're looking at developing a community-based accountability uh, measure okay. for our district in which uh, our district will, or our community will decide what is important for our community. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we'll build out a rubric from that. And then we will get measured by that rubric. And then when the state decides whatever they want to do, right. we will put our own accountability out and say, this is what our district this, believes in. This, yeah, this is our value yeah. system. This is what we, right. we want our kids to have. Right. I, I love that. I mean, that's, you know, uh, I, I, there's a lot of speculation on why this and why, why there's some decisions being made. But at the end of the day, you can't, if you hamstring your educators in public education, it's going to be real hard for us to stay the leader in in business in the in, in the state that I mean, how do you do that? You can't. Yeah. You can't. And 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 yeah. So um, I'm fixing to go. Yeah, just go off on a rant and, uh, and not, yeah. you know, yeah, you'd lose you you would lose people when I start ranting. So that's <laughs> all right. You know, um, and speaking of teachers, if you're giving some advice to the young administrators, either a new principal or a new superintendent. Mm. In this situation, or where we are, where, where educators, they're, they're hard to come by, um, how do you retain your great ones? What, what, what's the most important pieces to, to keeping your best in your district? Yeah, so I think, I think number one, what I would tell a, a new administrator, yep. even a new teacher, is find a mentor. Find somebody that can pour into them, whether that's somebody within the district or somebody outside the district, um, to find a mentor, to find a coach, find somebody that can pour into them. Find a group of people that they can sit and talk to that are more experienced than them. Mm -hmm. uh, we typically gravitate to people about the same experience level. Yeah. And we start asking them, how do we do whatever we're challenged in? And they know no more than we know. <laughs> yeah. And so it's not real good advice. I'm a laughing because I've done, I've done yeah. that multiple times. Yeah. So it's not real good advice. So you go and you seek out yeah. people that uh, have more wisdom, that have more experiences and have failed more often, that know what doesn't work. Sure. Uh, so we, we, we have eliminated a lot of things through our past. And so I think that's, that's number one. And then I think the next thing that I would say is find your why mm -hmm. 
find your big why. Because I think when our why is big enough, then our challenges become smaller. When we lose sight of our why, our challenges become huge. And so we have to keep looking at that. And this is a time that, um, that we, need, we need strong leaders. We need people no that are convicted. And I think that, that piece leads us into, we really have to discover who we are as a leader. We have to understand what our values are, what drives us and why we're doing this. And I think when we can figure that piece out, then we get convicted and we know what fights to fight. Because yeah. we can't fight every single fight. Uh, I, I can't fight all the fights. Uh, but the accountability lawsuit, that's one I'm ready to fight. Like, like I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so I think they have to figure out who they are. They have to understand what their convictions are, what their values are. And then they have to be ready to buckle up every single day and get after it because our kids deserve it and it's hard. And there's an attack going on public education. Like nothing, like nothing we've ever seen. It's never seen before. Nothing in it is orchestrated uh, beyond belief. Um, and so I think you, you, you have to decide what you want to fight for. And then you have to decide why you want to fight, because that, then that allows you to stay in that fight. With all of that and, and, and some of the turmoil, there's still a lot of great things happening. Oh, my gosh, yes. What's over the horizon for Westwood? Yeah, so, um, you know, and you talk about the great things that are happening. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to brag on our district just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. That, um, you know, we... Um, we visit with our staff a lot about what are their challenges, what are the, the barriers, what are the things. I did a, I did a session, uh, I did some things last spring where I called them listening sessions, where I invited teachers in and I said, okay, what's causing people to leave the, leave the profession? Mm -hmm. Westwood specifically and as a, uh, as a group statewide. And so they shared with me. And so we started working on that. So we're working on student behaviors, we're working on parent behaviors, we're working on communications, we're working on a lot of different things. Um, one of the other things they said was, you know, a lot of our staff don't have anywhere for their kids to go that are too young for school. Yeah. So uh, we started looking at a daycare for our staff. And, uh, and, and my staff tells this story because they say, you know, uh, working with Wade's a lot of fun because he walks in the office and he goes, hey, we need to do this. And then turns around and walks out. And we've got to figure out how we're going to do this. And, uh, and so in April, somewhere around Aprilish or May, I walked in and I said, hey, we need to get a daycare stood up for our staff. And people told us it couldn't be done. They said it is going to take you a year to get a license, to get it licensed. Uh, it, we've got to find the space. We found the space. They said, well, we're going to have to renovate the space. We renovated the space. We got with our construction company, got with our architects that were working on another project, said this is outside the scope. This is a whole other deal. This is what I need, yeah. and this is the time frame I need it. I said, okay, and they said, okay. And so we did that in April or May, and August the 16th, we had 12 of our staff member kids in a daycare that were paying half of the cost nice. for our staff. And our uh, food service director the other day said in the celebration, it feels so great to be able to drop my kids off right beside my office. Oh my God, I can't imagine. Knowing that they're safe, 
knowing they're secure and knowing that people love on them. Yeah. And that's developing a partnership with the YMCA. That's getting a, hiring a director of uh, our early uh, learning center. Um, and so that's an example of some stuff. In October of last year, we, we hired a, a director of safety, I think is what we called him, because we couldn't call him a chief of police because we didn't have a police department. Mm -hmm. So it was in October. In November, right before we got out from Thanksgiving, we got noticed that we had had an official police department. And today we have five officers nice. hired. And so every single campus has a, uh, a, re a police officer, one from the Dallas Police Department, one from the Houston Police Department, one from the Arlington Police Department, and two that have served as SROs on campuses. We probably have the most experienced police department in a school system in East Texas and maybe in the state. That's awesome. And, uh, and so every single campus has an armed security, or armed police officer and a chief that patrols. And so then when we start thinking what's next, right. um, you know, today I was at the special session or at the um, general session. I don't know if you had a chance to go or not. Okay. I, I've seen, yes, it's okay. great. Okay, so I watched Aldine perform and Latanya's group perform and it was unbelievable. So I'm sitting there watching that and I'm going, okay, that's a huge district, but why can't that happen in my district? And so now I'm, I'm dreaming and I actually videoed the mariachi band and I texted my campus principals as they're performing and I said, <laughs> get ready for this to come to Westwood. And so I think it's looking and exploring in the fine arts and the opportunities and the courses of what a small district can offer that a large district is offering so that my students can compete right. on that same stage that those kids are competing I on. I love it. Uh, so now you now it has to happen because you're on the hook because you, cause <laughs> yeah, you I just said it, man. When you speak it, it's going to happen. That's right. That's but I, I can tell you that I, I, my principals have not responded to me, <laughs> but 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 I know I know they hey, open the, it up. They're they, all going, hey man, what, what did you? What, yeah. what's this dude at? What don't don't anybody let him go to another conference? And uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I think that I think when we start looking, I do think the account the uh, community based accountability is a big deal this coming. Yes, I know that and I'll, I will say that our board is very aggressive right now they are uh, we have a healthy fund balance and so uh, they're they're they are pushing for us to build a new central office to build a uh, true daycare to renovate our baseball field uh, and then to uh, then next after that to build a new transportation building and maintenance building and then to move the softball field and the tennis course to develop a spring sports complex. That's just what I can think of right now. Well, if they're if they're ready to, to get going, hey man, let let loose. Let well, the only thing that's holding us up is architects can't get the drawings done. <laughs> <laughs> so the architects are working on all of that and uh, and and we're trying to get pricing because things have inflated oh, so much. But we're trying to get that pricing. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and spending some time here looking at creative ways to budget things. Yeah. So absolutely, yeah. Well, wait, I don't want to take up any more time. I know, I know you're a busy man, but I always yeah. We got a presentation here at three o'clock today, oh. so yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> let, let me let you get prepared for that. But um, you know, God bless you, man, for for doing what you're doing and serving Westwood and and all the things that are happening there and your your kids, your board members, and um, and thank you for sending what you do every day. Um, you don't think that that goes unnoticed. Yeah, I appreciate just, it. There's been many a time where it's just it. And somebody need to hear it. A lot of times that was me in that yeah. moment. So 
Um, well, most that. of the time it's me before it's you. You told me, you you know. told me that. It's, yeah. it, it, it may be something that you, you have gone through or either are going through, and it yeah. just resonates. So I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, so. you bet. You well, bet. Thanks for having me on. It's always a blast. I, I look forward to this. It, you good. It fills my cup when I come. Seriously, I, I'm being dead serious. It fills my cup when I come on here because we get to talk and we get I get to start thinking, and uh, and you you inspire me. Uh, and I and I appreciate it. I do. No, hey, well, so you so you uh, you're agreeing to to midwinter in in a few months, right? You bet. Yes, sir. I'm it. on there. Awesome. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks, sir. Produced by Podcast Architects.